Hello and welcome back to In The Clock End, an Arsenal podcast with me, Steve. Apologies, it's been a while. Unfortunately, Calvin, he caught the big C. No, not chlamydia. He got the COVID. But he's here, he's fighting fit and he's ready to go. How are you, mate? You're all right. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Thanks for that. Yeah, I didn't get chlamydia listeners. Um, long gone are the days when you catch STDs, I guess. Um, but for me, yeah, I'm not too bad, mate. As you can sound, and I'll apologize in advance. I don't sound the May West, as we like to say. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm all good, mate. How are you? Better than you, I'd say. <laughs> mm, not not um, the hardest achievement, yeah. Not a massive achievement. But no, I'm I'm okay. It's Wednesday. What do they call it? Hump day? Is that hump a thing? Day, yeah. It is hump hungry. day. Um, day off today. So yeah, quite nice. Break the week up. Yeah. And uh, the Arsenal are back on Saturday. Is that a good thing? I guess, I guess, you know, listen, <laughs> listen onto the podcast and find out, right? Yeah, that's on a TV, TVC basis, isn't it? I guess. Because um, they did that fucking horrible thing that I really hate. And I've said this to you before, like, you know, when there's been an international break, and then you've got to wait for your game to, you know, to be played. And it's the last one to be played out of the lot. And then when it comes around, it's an absolute bag of shit. Um, yeah, it's never, never a, a great feeling, that one, to be honest. The curse of the manager, right? That mm. is a thing. The curse of uh, manager of the month. Is that a thing, is it? Apparently. Apparently. I, I have to look into it. And do you know what? I'm not going to, because I don't want to. Attack. I tell you what did happen though. Aaron Ramsey scored. And, yeah, I saw um, that. Doc Doc Cotton, rest in peace. I don't know a proper mm. name. Passed away. He struck June June Brown June Brown June Brown something like that. June Brown, yeah. Sounds the familiar. curse of Aaron Ramsey strikes again. Bastard. I mean, look, I was kind of watching that game um, mainly because yeah, because you know I think I've got you know some feelings for Ramsey. Not like that. Before you get too excited about it, I know what you're like. Um, but I don't know, he is for me, he's a bit of an Arsenal legend, couple of cup final goals. And uh, yeah, it was nice to see him tuck one away in the first couple of minutes in that game. But that was pretty much all he did. <laughs> pretty much all he did. I didn't watch the game. Uh, I was a little bit disappointed. I quite like, I, I'm, I'm more of a Rangers fan. I don't really know me why. Too. Me Couldn't too. Me why. neither. Me neither. No, Maybe because of Gaza for me growing up. Maybe. Um, Ali McCoy was like, a bit, bit of a legend. I don't really like green kits. Probably it's probably comes down to aesthetical reasons for me. I like I yeah. quite like the blue kit. That's as yeah, literally pretty, that's, yeah. that's 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 as deep as it gets for me. It's, Classic it's Chelsea kit. fan. Here he is. Fuck's sake. He's gonna revert. He's gonna revert. Speaking of Chelsea, on 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 today's podcast, we will be talking about their humiliating four one defeat for the next half an hour before we okay. uh, are we in any position to are we? Oh, let's just talk about Chelsea. Let's just talk about Chelsea. Completely yeah. ignore our defeat, and uh, and then we can preview Brighton. How does that sound? Yeah, well, I mean, we our result didn't happen. To be honest with you, I don't know. I don't think we had a game, did we? This week, this this weekend. It's so, uh, it's funny. It's funny because uh, a few weeks ago we were talking about like it's so much easier to podcast when Arsenal keep winning. <laughs> mm. maybe it's well the curse of the podcasters yeah curse of the podcast there you go curse the, there's the, there's the name for the for the episode today yeah, right there the, the curse of the podcast um it had to it had to come to an end though didn't it yeah it well I, I mean i guess we we did lose to liverpool but i feel like we all sort of expected that um mm. going into palace we 
We knew it was going to be difficult. They've got a good record against the top six. They're a tricky bunch. Um, I didn't watch the game. Probably mm. a blessing in disguise. I was, I was, I was uh, working on Monday night. Yeah. So you're going to have to take the reins with this one. Um, I don't really want to, but okay. I'm going to hand it over to you, kind of giving me your thoughts, feelings, you know, emotions. I want you to get deep. Whoa, not too deep, whoa, you can't be talking like that on a Wednesday. I know it's hunt day, maybe. You're taking it to a different, different level. I'm blue. I want <laughs> I want you to I want you to review the game in a po- well, in a poetic format, in well, a haiku. That's not happen. Oh Jesus Christ, what are you coming up with these fancy words on a Wednesday afternoon for? No need for that. I suppose you'd remember stuff like that, Steve, to be honest, yeah. Well, did you really love a bit of English back in the day? I I didn't really like English literature, but I liked English language. Big fan yeah. of that. I, I got a B at GCSE. Got a B. Got a B. Got a B. Right. I, I mean, look, I'm not going to dwell into this, and you'll be pleased to know. You know, if it was a win, and you had, you know you had to let me go off on a tangent about the game, I'd be here for half an hour, and I non-stop. But um, I mean, look, we've all listened to the podcast since, and. It's funny because when you look back at the the stats of the game, and it, you know we always say the stats don't really tell a story, do they? It's, it's what you see with your eyes necessarily, um, which which gives you the you know the proof in the pudding. And you know I only looked at the stats today after the game, and if you hadn't watched the game, you would have thought, well, fuck, we we couldn't have been that bad. Um, you know, twelve shots to their six, three of which were on target, five for them. We had sixty nine percent we of possession. They only had thirty one. You know, 647 passes, they're so 293. Uh, and, you, you know, you look at that and you think, oh, it couldn't have been that bad. But I think, as we all know, not not yourself, and like you said, you, you couldn't watch it because you're working. And I was thinking of you, mate, watching that first half, and I was thinking, you jammy bastard, of all the games to miss, to be honest. Um, missing that, like you said, was a blessing because it was painful watching um, for the first mm-hmm. half an hour. Um, you know, a couple of defensive errors, which were... Main, you know, mainly by the same same person, uh, Nuno Tavares, who I think maybe he's got a bit of an unfair bashing overall, to be honest with you, um, because, you know, we always like to single someone out, but it was collectively shite uh, for that that first half an hour. And it was, it was one of those that when you're watching it, you could kind of see it coming, um, which wasn't nice because, you know, Partey, his passes were a bit wayward, Martin Odegaard's first touch was taking him to a different postcode, to be perfectly honest with you, which, you know, when you see two of your most influential players over the last couple of months start a game like that, at a difficult ground to go to is Palace do create a, a very unique atmosphere um, and they have done for a number of years. And that pitch, you know, everyone has to play on the same pitch. I appreciate that. But obviously our style of play is, is designed to be one touch you know, give and go. Uh, and on a pitch that we had to play on there on, on Monday night makes that a lot trickier. But yeah, it was deflating overall. I thought, that, you know, we did react relatively well, um, particularly in the second half when we made the changes. Um, I think one thing that, that's definitely become apparent for, for a number of us, or probably all of us, is that Martinelli just has to start our games moving forward because he, he made such a difference um, to our side when he did come on. And, you know, even when I say he made such a difference, I mean, it was a different game in the second half, right? You know, a team like Palace, when they get a 2-0 lead, 
of course they're going to approach the, the second half much differently to how they approached the first um, because they they just they just took it to us. Fair play to them, to be perfectly honest. They they beat us handsomely and deservedly. Um, even if the goals weren't fantastic on our part from a defensive point of view, they just went for us. They had a plan. They knew how we wanted to try and play and they just stifled it. Um, you know, they just cut off all the supply to our key players uh, and then put a lot of pressure on us at the back, more so than what other teams usually would. So let's hope that Brighton didn't watch the game and have no clue how to play us on Saturday. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, that game on Saturday is, is can be really interesting to see how we bounce back. I mean, I've heard a few people go, you know, how, how are we going to bounce back after the Liverpool game a few weeks ago? Uh, and we did it relatively well against Villa. But this is very different. You know, like you said earlier, we're expecting to lose to to, to Liverpool to a point. Um, I don't think anybody expected us to get a 3-0 whitewashing um, against Palace away on Monday night, to be honest with you. So, you know, there were flashes. No, I mean, it's... It's a real chest of character, isn't it? I think the thing is, it's either it's either going to go one or two ways, right? It's either a, a wake up call, mm. the running, or it's mm. a, it's a sign of things to come. Mm. Um, but when you lose three 0 it's always a little bit worrying to go down three 0 Um, when like 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 I said before, I I, haven't, I didn't watch the game. I read that we were much better in the second half and. We had some very good chances. Lacazette didn't have the best of games. We rolled the dice, right? We had this conversation, just, you know, in January about our limited attacking options, and it was always yeah. going to affect us. It was always going to come back to bite us on the ass. And you know, it, you know, it, we've said on here like this Arsenal team in its current format, we can't really chase games. We need to be in front. We need to be, you know, we we need to let the other team chase us, right? And, we, and I think that's when when we we're at our best. Um, not not to be too negative, like you know, when I saw when I saw it was two 0 for me, I was like, yeah, that's it. There was no. It, it was. It, it even felt like that watching it, though. To be honest with you, um, and it's we, we're not a team as we know, as you kind of just alluded to there, that scores a lot of goals. We just don't. We usually win games by the odd goal. Uh, so to go fine two margins. nil down, exactly fine margins. Uh, and at half time, I would just you know I'd have bitten anyone's hand off for for a point. Um, which didn't we didn't even get close to in the end, unfortunately. But you know, also looking back to you know that I watched a game of theirs a couple of weeks ago, um, where they drew nil nil with City at, um, at Selhurst Park, and and they played well that day. Uh, and City, are, you know, let's be perfectly honest, we're a much better football side than we are, um, and they made their lives difficult. So you know, the the writing was on the wall for us that you you had to be up for this game, um, and unfortunately, we fell. Well short, to say the least. It, um, it's annoying after an international break. That's all we could muster. Hmm. Um, and I appreciate some of the players, you know, running international duties, playing. Hmm. But it just, yeah, it, it found very Arsenal in the sense that, you know, when the mood's good, you go into a game quite confident and hmm. we just completely stick the place out. Um, I actually had like a little bit of a different... You know, the, the, the next day, you know, like when, when we lose a game and you mm. sort of carry it with you for a few days, whether you've been to the game or you've watched it at home, it, it does affect your mood completely sort of like, because I didn't watch the game and, and, I, and I was busy at the time and you, you, you almost remove yourself from the whole thing. Mm. It's actually quite refreshing to sort of be like disappointed that they lost. 
but your sort of day continues and it was actually sort of like oh this is, this is nice you know you know how many times you know i can't tell you how many times i've left arsenal games feeling absolutely fuming you yeah. know draws defeats you name it um and, you know and you go to bed and you're just absolutely roiled and and affects you for days so, so, so talk, and it's and it's not good for you it's really not good for your mental health at all so to sort of ha- be in a situation where you're like oh we lost that's a shame disappointed yeah. on to the next well, one and that's and the next day when you when we were speaking on the phone you you were quite you know, annoyed rightly so because i think had i been at the game you know it's a mm. different conversation but you know mm. from my point of view it was more like yeah <laughs> i kind of understand <laughs> yeah, what you're saying I mean? because yeah no i do i do know what you mean because the following day it wasn't necessarily that I was really pissed off about the result as such because look it's football you win and lose and you have to take those losses on the chin it was just, I think for me it was just the compounding and I know we'll come on to it um, but it was the compounding facts of we lost Tierney before the game even started which God knows how that just came out on the day, day of the game I found that really unusual um, and then obviously you know Thomas Party picking up an injury as well um, to you know, two key players for us. That that was the thing that got me the next the next morning. I was just like, you know, losing is one thing, but it was it just felt like such a there was such a, a momentum shift um, across North London. Unfortunately, um, it did hurt because we were going into the weekend in the better position, uh, and I do feel that coming out of it, when you take into consideration the run-ins that we both have and the injuries that we have suffered. Um, to our very thin squad as it already was, you know, they've come into a little bit of form as well, um, mm. which I hate to say. Uh, yeah, I just feel like the momentum is switch, you know, switched to them. And look, who knows? You know, if things, if the, the, you know, the stars align at the weekend, that momentum could change again, right? Um, that's, the, that's the nature of the, as we've spoken about so many times, the fluidity of feeling and thought that you have towards the game. Um, and how you react to it, it can change so rapidly. And it, that's kind of what, what's happened to us. You know, we've been riding that feel-good wave for most of the year, and rightly so. Um, but it, yeah, I feel like there's been a bit of a shift. But let's see what happens over the, the next few weeks because it could change again, eh? Yeah, it goes to show how how tight it is. Like, mm. when you think about, like, you know, Tottenham and Man United have had sort of kind of very a mixed season, right, in terms of results. And so have we, but we, there's been a real sort of feel-good. Um, it feels like we sort of turned the corner, um, you know, and for what yeah, for, for what it's worth, we're not really that far ahead of any of them. So it does go to show how tight it is and how, how you know, how important, you know, every game is. Um, it's going to be tight, isn't it? But it see, is. we, we always knew, we, we always knew at Christmas with, with a really thin sort of starting 11, you know, our strongest mm. 11, you know, was you sort of scratch the surface. There's not a lot. You know, we haven't got we we haven't got quality in depth. So really evident with our bench the other night as well. Yeah, really it, it, that does worry me. And you know, we can talk about Kieran Tierney. Um, I mean, I'd like to know sort of where. I mean, for all we know, it could have been something ongoing for, for a while that they were unaware. Of. Oh, hundred percent. Um, yeah, can't can't help but feel you know quite frustrated with with Scotland for playing him for a hundred. You know. 80 minutes yeah. um, in, in two friendless, friendless, friendlies. Yeah, maybe that's a lack of experience from Arteta's point of view as well. And look, I know that as fans, we all bemoan international football 
to be honest with you, I think a lot of us in the modern era of the game prefer watching our clubs over country. I've genuinely felt like that purely because when growing up, I think Arsenal gave me a lot more joy than, than England ever did, to be honest with you. But that that's kind of maybe flipped its head a small bit uh, over the last number of years. Um, but that's where, you know, you, if you're, if you're, you know, really good squad manager and you know you've got a small squad, you might have taken Tierney aside and said, look, mate, we really need you over the coming weeks. Is there any chance you could try and pull out of this, these internationals? Or call up, you know, whoever the Scotland manager is. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Steve, Steve Brown or something like that. Um, and have a word and say, look, you take him, but for the love of God, can you not play him for fucking two lots of 90 minutes? We've got a really important running coming up. Yeah. And it's and, and it's mess and it's mess them as well because he's I think he's going to miss qualifiers for Scotland. Exactly, and it's that was too really, friendly. It's really it's really 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 poorly managed, mm. and I and I get it from the players' point of view. I guess I mean actually you know it would actually be very interesting to see you know what how kind of what the players' thoughts are on these sort of games. You know, do, do you do you think like they're you know it's 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 top of the list right playing for your country you know and. They will sort of take every chance, or do you think it's more of like a they do it because they have to do it, or they're expected to do it, or I don't know, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, and I think that comes down Especially to the, friendlies, right? It's, yes, and that that's the key part is friendlies. Um, now, look, I, I know there's loads of players out there that you know representing your country is the the greatest honor, right? For some, and there's others that you know the pinnacle for them is playing in the Champions League or you know playing in you know the, the top end of a particular league in in Europe, which is again it's, it's circumstantial like most things but with it just being the two friendlies I just that's the bit that kind of just pisses me off pissed me off a little bit mm. because you could understand if they were two you know big qualifiers to Scotland you could understand it right and be like yeah well you know he's fighting the cause to get his country to to the World Cup or yeah. whatever it is they would have been qualifying just... for but yeah the fact it wasn't um, and let's be perfect no disrespect to Scotland uh, and any of our Scottish listeners but he's walking back into that side regardless whether he played those friendlies anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not it's, as if it was an experimental thing on the manager's part. He knows what he's got. It, we're at the business end of the of the season. Mm. Like the issue for me necessarily isn't, isn't Scotland. It's like, why are we having these friendlies anyway? Like, yeah. Get in the bin. It's it honestly really frustrates me. in such friendlies. Mm. You know, it's like, well, you know, you start the season in August and then like we have that September break or yeah, like, early a October. Weeks. And it's, what is mm. that about? Like the season's just got going. Like mm. no one cares. Um, but it's the old. But you know, let's be honest. How many times have we heard the argument that footballers are probably playing too much football, mate? Yeah. And it's the it's the old. You know that conversation rears its head again, where we're like, you know, players are going to break down with more injuries. You know, and again, if it, I can always take it. You know, take it with a pinch of salt if it's a proper game. You know, where they actually mean something. Friendlies, yeah, like you just said, need to get in the bin. Um, you know, lads play enough football as it is. Um, and yeah. also just on just on that subject, I saw something earlier. I haven't looked into it any further because I'm being a bit busy, but did you see the rumours that the uh, the World Cup games are potentially going to be 100 minutes instead of 90? No. Yeah. Why? I mean, I don't know. Look, uh, yeah, good, good question. Why? 50 minutes. Who, who fucking knows? Who fucking knows? 50 minute um, halves? Yeah, it must be, yeah. That's ridiculous. But with that, yeah, I mean... Look, if, and again, I haven't read in, you know, I'm sure there might be some listeners that have obviously read into that. My only thinking would be where it's perfectly acceptable is if there's no injury time. 
because you can't I play that. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't comment on it. Um, oh, actually, one thing I will say before we move on: um, five substitutes apparently could. Mm. Uh, that's coming in next season, right? Yeah. Any thoughts on that? Um, not other does, than the obvious. Does it just benefit the better team, the bigger teams with the better squads? Yeah, I think, you know, it's hard to to argue against that really, isn't it? Because if you do look at the likes of City, who have abundance, you know, abundance of riches in their squad, you know, they could put out two different 11s most weeks if they really wanted to and be strong. Yeah. So I think in that situation, absolutely. And again, we look through, you know, we look at the situation for Arsenal tinted goggles, mate, and... We're, you know, being able to make three substitutions a week at the minute is bloody hard enough for us because um, we haven't Honestly. got much much depth. So yeah, for for the smaller squads, yeah, I don't really see the benefit um, as much as I'm I understand it. It's happened. I'm really surprised. I am, and I'm not because it's been in all the other major leagues in Europe. I think it's that's the case. It's been all season. We're the only league that hasn't carried that on from last year. Um. But yeah, I think is it a permanent or is it just for next season? I think it or will is... be permanent. I think it's going to be permanent. Yeah, because there's no other reason for it really. Um, no. You know, the reason it was brought in was because of the heavy fixture schedules um, when trying to do that catch up, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I guess it maybe might because be... of the World Cup being like right in the middle of the season. Mm. It is this this coming winter, isn't it? Yes. This yeah. This coming is it December. Yeah. So weird. Yeah, it's so odd, isn't it? Very odd. Um, but anyway, there we go. Anyway, uh, there we go. Let's let's talk about the new kits um, because apparently uh, you like a kit or two, so I hear. Apparently, so yeah, I love a kit. Well, I love a kit. So. Let's be honest. Yeah, I love a kit. They've they've all they've all been leaked, um, which is unusual, isn't it? it? For all of it them, is. to be leaked this early. Yeah, it is. And actually, I actually don't like when they're leaked. I'm gonna get up. Yeah. I'm gonna. I got. It ruins it for me. It, I, yeah, you I like the element of surprise, like, don't you? I used to love like when I was young, and like the, the new kits would appear in like the newspaper, and mm. you'd see the new kit, or the, or you'd get sent the new catalogue. I used yeah. to love that, and it was quite exciting. And you'd see, and you'd wait till like kind of June, June, mm. July for all the new mm. kits, and it's a bit. I don't know. Just it maybe just ruins it a little bit. I know like there's a whole kind of community of people who kind of thrive off it. But yeah. for me, I just think it's like great. You've you've leaked a a, a mock up from you know a Chinese factory where you know because obviously they get it's what it's what happens right they these yeah. like Chinese like DHG they they sort of pick up the the sort of you know mock up and they and they release it before the real ones are even out. Yeah, they start banging um, them out early doors, don't they? Look at that! Look at that! No more, no more red kit. So, mm. um, but getting into getting into the kits, you know, we we spoke about it off podcast, and I, you know, and I said to you about like when we when the third kit was leaked last season. Surprise! Mm. Well, this season this season's third kit was was leaked last season, yeah. Mm. And at the time, I thought it looks awful, but then when you sort of see it in flesh and on the player mm. and on the real version, it looks much better. And that's how I sort of feel about the new kits. From what I've seen, I don't particularly like any of them. I think they all look a bit near, but you know the the the, the away kit and the third kit both like third kits. Um, yeah, that's that's definitely I will, spot I will, on. I will reserve judgment until we see the proper photos and you see them, you know, and, and once you get it in hand as well, I think that always changes it, right? Yeah, and then there's obviously always the aspect of what does the player spec one look like? Because there's always this, you know, a little bit of difference in it, um, to say the least, but. 
yeah, I think you're absolutely right in what you're saying about the, uh, you know, both our, you know, second and third kits look like third kits. Um, I'm not too displeased with the design of the of the away kit for next season. I think it's pretty cool. The concept's kind of cool. Um, uh, but the, you know, the, the third shirt, I mean, look, nothing against pink. It's just not Arsenal. And like I said to you the other day as well off pod, it was a case of, you know, I don't really care what you do with a third kit. Go mental. Go, you know, go absolute batshit crazy on the third shirt. I couldn't really care. But I do wish that we could kind of stick. I, You know me, I'm an old kind of old school traditionist when it comes to Arsenal shirts. And, you know, even this this year's away kit's not really yellow. It's not. It's kind of piss, isn't it? Let's be honest. Um, you know, it'd be nice to see us, you know, back in traditional sort of colours. Um for one of them and just one of them and then do you know go mental on either or i don't really even care which one it is at this point because let's be honest you're awake it's not you know you mix and match throughout the season anyway these days because we can hardly call it a european kit at the minute to be perfectly honest <laughs> um i do like the the bit of design in the back of the you know in the back of the pink shirt it's got little elements of the old club crest which is kind of cool but again you know it's just the color's just not it's not Arsenal, um, but like you said, it could look great in person. Um, and once we get to have a better look at it, then then yeah, I'm I'm keen to see it. Um, and the home shirt, well, the only there's only one thing missing for me on the home shirt. Can you can you name what that is? What do I like to see appear on a home shirt, Steve? We've had this conversation so many times. Testing. I'm actually looking at the home shirt right now. Um, is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't like the little, mean little touch of Go navy. That's, I always like oh, a little yeah. small touch he of navy. He likes a touch of navy on on the. Home I mean, there chase. is in the crest. <laughs> hey, fuck's sake! Is there? Yeah, it's I, a very small bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. The the home feels like a nod to the ninety four ninety five home, um, mm. which is you know personally for me our, our greatest ever home shirt. You know, yeah. people say it's the burgundy. Those people are wrong. They are. <laughs> uh, they are wrong. The red, yeah, also red, red, red is, is the color, right? Um, mm. They've really been a fan of painting Burnley colors, but the the I get it, but I don't like the I don't like the color with the the zigzags on. Like mm. I think you either have you incorporate the zigzag. I think I like that they've incorporated the zigzags, but I'd have it somewhere else and keep the collar plain. And I don't like the button as well. The button. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind good. that. No, I don't. I hate that. I hated our Puma shirts with buttons. I just, I don't like buttons on football shirts. Yeah. Um, as for the black, the black one, I like the cannon. Mm. I would have actually liked to have seen us have the cannon on all three shirts, just to suit something different. Yeah. And I also, and, and the pink shirt is is similar to when we had our a blue third two years ago, where like the badge was just uh, like an outline. Mm. It's not on the pink shirt. There's no red badge. It's just like a, a black outline, which I actually really like. Um, yeah, it kind of keeps in. It's kind of blends in with the actual overall kit design itself, other than being yeah. a traditional coloured badge. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I, I'm kind I do of. Like the, hmm. I do like the blue trim as well. As a kind yeah, of yeah, the blue trim is nice. Sky blue. The one thing, so, just back I mean, to the home shirt though, that frustrates me is I, I don't mind that little bit of lightning detail, um, but I do wish they could have been consistent and put it on the sleeve cuff as well around it. I thought, you know, yeah. it would have made it look a bit smarter. But yeah, yeah, I'd be, it'd be keen to see what they look like as and when they come out. Will we do that thing, which I fucking hate though? Because you know about leaking kits is annoying. 
One thing I really hate is playing in the kit at the end of the season. Annoys me. Oh, they always do that, they. Liverpool we, started We only did it once so far. Liverpool started that trend. Did they? Years, they? Yeah, they did it. They used to do that years and years ago. They always, um, like, go back, like, I reckon, like, five, because like, Liverpool, going back as, uh, to, like, I think, like, probably 10 years ago, they, mm. they, they used to change their home shirt. They were one of the first clubs to, like, change their home shirt every year. Um, instead of the two years like we, mm. like we grew up um, and then yeah I think now I think we have to like uh, before the FA Cup final well and the FA Cup we final we did it on the F- we did it for and, the FA Cup and final, then last yeah. season when, when we actually beat Palace we wore our yellow shirt yes yeah we did you're right yeah the we wore piss, yeah so it's going to happen piss the yellow. piss green yeah. um, so we'll, piss we're both yellow. going to Everton so hopefully will it be It'll be warm. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, listen, it's it's an opportunity to sell shirts, right? They're going to start, they're going to release it. If it's released that day and and we're over there, I mean, look, that's not the worst thing. Um, But it's like, sometimes it's like they tease you, then they're like, oh, we're wearing it, but you can't buy it. And I thought that shit pisses me off. I'm like, that's just. Mm, I don't know. I think they definitely would. I think they'd sell it. The the new one, this year's home's been on sale for like the last six months. It's always on like twenty percent off. I swear, I don't. Yeah. Have you, have, you've got the player spec, haven't you, this season? Mm. Yeah, I've not got. I've not got it. Not got it. Not. I mean, I'm, I'm not, not a massive fan. To be honest, you asked me as well when I got it. It grew on me for sure. I mean, look, it's fucking expensive for what it is. Let's be honest. As a football shirt, hundred quid's a lot of fucking money. Uh, well, I'm, I'm talking actually hundred euro there. I don't know whether it's hundred pounds. I actually can't remember. Um, it is hundred quid. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's not. I don't know whether it's necessarily worth the money um, compared to the the replicas as such. But will I Let's do it again? Mm. Go on. Now you go. Go on. What are I was you being just, just going to say. Let's be honest. Like none of this football stuff is worth the money. It's all like that's a cost, great point. The the cost, the mm. cost of a football shirt, pennies probably. That's. I reckon it's. It, it would it be a pound? Pound. Pound. That, two pound. These are these are mass produced, thousands upon thousands, um, mm. and we're you know, you know, don't don't even get me started on the price of match worn shirts. You know, as much as oh I love, I'd lo- I'd love a few match worns, but you know, I, I see these people, you know, who keep, you know, you buy them like regular massive collections, and I think you know, you know, as, as a as a shirt enthusiast myself, you know, it's, I love to see it and I think it's great, but personally, mm. like, I just couldn't justify the money, man. Like, I'd rather go on like a nice holiday every month and spend like for the price of one of them pounds. you could be going on a belter of an holiday once a month yeah um yeah because they, they are extortion were not they five six hundred quid a pop yeah they are great they're like when yeah. i you know when, when i saw charms i was you know it was it was it was cool i, I love to have the look at them you know mm. it, it's you know and it's quite uh it's quite it's quite unique but yeah they, i don't think i don't think steph would uh appreciate that and I think she'd probably nah. clock on when, like, I never washed it. She'd be like, you, you've got this shirt and you don't it's wash things. it. Like, what's going on? Where, where's yeah, it from? Oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Granite Jacques' shirt. <laughs> what do you mean it's Granite Jacques' shirt? Yeah, Jesus Christ. I mean, look, if you can get older one, you know, after a match, maybe you need to turn up, you know, the next game you go to, go with one of those little signs. Oh, don't. I hate hey, shirt. Can I, have your, can I have your shirt? I mean, Is look, that, if you're a child, hate... if you're a child, fair enough. That, I've seen that, a few no, grown men doing this though. No, I don't agree. I don't any age you shouldn't be doing that. There were, uh, that's definitely a new thing. 
that I that in recent like even like I'd say like last twelve months when yeah. I was at Goodison, Aaron Ramsey Ramsey Aaron Ramsdale gave the his goldish shirt to the kid next. He was literally next to me. Hmm. He was only a young and he was with his dad. Did you were you did you have the thought of roundhousing him and then no. legging it? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Um, but yeah. To conclude, anyway, um, are you gonna are you gonna buy them? I'm sure you'll buy all three of them. Yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, look, I'm an absolute sucker for it. So yeah, I'm, you know, whether I like it or not, I'll buy it. Um, my I, sometimes I wait to see what they're like in person yeah. to whether I buy it there and then. I mean, there's been a few shirts, especially in those Puma years, that I didn't buy when they came out and waited until they went down to like thirty quid um, to get it because they were shit. To be honest with you. Shit. They were terrible. All I was speaking to who was having the conversation with it was someone on Instagram. Um sorry if you're listening and I can't remember your name. <laughs> um the it was an Arsenal shirt um count anyway, and he was saying that he's got he's collecting all the pumas in the hope that you know one day they will become super rare. They will like, never be super rare, they will never really be worth much. You'll be lucky to get your money, your, your you know your investment back. I think. Uh, I mean, it's it's a good theory, though, right? In twenty years' time, people will be like, oh, I've got the gold puma, or you know, I've got the fifteen, sixteen puma long Maybe. sleeve. I mean, I, I I can't see it, but listen, you know, like I remember, like when I got into football, I I hated like Arsenal's Dramberg shirts. I used to hate mm. that collar shirt. I thought it was the most ugly thing, and and like I remember like. Even like when like a new shirt would come out, I get like it would be like you can't wear the old shirt as a kid. You'd be like, oh no, you can't wear last season's yeah. shirt because that's yeah, you had to have the it, latest. It was so weird. Whereas now, like I love wearing the retro shirts. So we'll see. I mean, to be honest, I've I've got I have actually got two of this season's third shirt, the blue. I've got Tommy mm. Asu, um, who used to play for us apparently. Apparently, yeah, he was a figment <laughs> of our imagination. And, I think it was all just a, a dream. That yeah, last. and I've got who have I got on the other one? Gabrielle Martinelli, I think. I can't remember. But yeah, so I've got those two and I've got the piss grit, the piss yellow. But I haven't got the home. So I'll, I, I've actually been quite good recently. I haven't bought anything Arsenal for a while. Just because... How, how long's a while? Define a while. Are we talking like a couple of days, a few weeks, Well, I bought months. that I bought that uh, 96 like windbreaker for like 30 quid about a month ago. That was the so last one. Yeah. That was a steal. That's got that a is a steal. In it. And yeah, I've not bought anything. Like, yeah, I'm just trying to, try, well, you know, try not to. But also, like, there is always that conversation of, like, I'm 30 now and you can't wear football stuff all the time, you know? Well, look, mate, I'm nearly 36. Uh, I, I wear them around the house most of the time, yeah. walking the dog. That is, or if you're going over to football, that's about it. My, my really. opinion and my kind of thought process differ. It changes depending on, like, my mood. Like, sometimes I'm, like, I'm all for it. And then other times I'm, like, I'll just stick with like a car heart, you know, mm. just, just my age. Uh, but anyway, that's an insight to, to my fashion tips. Can we move on from the kits. <laughs> what, what's next? What, what else? Um, you you quizzing me one, this week? Yeah. yeah. But before that, we'll do one good one bad. All right. Um, so I'll let you kick off with a bad and we'll end on a good. All right. So we'll so, do one bad, one good. Yeah. So one bad, one good. My bad is a bit on a bit of an obvious one, maybe a bit of a cop up, but I do think it's uh, very relevant, unfortunately. But the, the, the injuries to Kieran Tierney and Thomas Pye, um, I can't help but shake it. Just, it just feels quite seismic. Mate. Can't shake it. 
Nah. Have you tried listening to the song Shake, 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 Shake It? Metro Station. Remember that? No. no. I mean, I might remember it if you could sing it properly. I mean, that was the most <laughs> monotone shake it I've ever heard. I mean, because I was trying not to sing, right? Um, trying, I, I see. That's what he says. Listen, he's really trying. You want to see his little face. You know, it's <laughs> it's beamed up. He, he took the mic into his hand like Noel Gallagher Shut or Liam Noel Gallagher. Gallagher. Who's that? Who is he? Who is he? Yeah. Who's that then? And uh, what's your one good? One good. Um, I just think, look, the fact I'm testing negative, mate, from COVID, that's always a win. Oh, um, wonder, where, wonder where you were going then. Testing negative. You always said you're a dirty boy, you? Starts off about talking about chlamydia, look, and then, you know, testing negative. Uh, Go on sorry, in. Mate. What's your, yeah, well, what's yours? So Start my one bad is, on it's international football. I actually had to yeah. have a bad, but just talking about it earlier really riled me. And thinking about it, like I just don't like it unless it's a major tournament. Like, who are these yeah. absolute canuts, absolute fucking Tuesdays who are going yeah. around organizing these fucking friendlies? You know who it is. It's the top dogs who want a payday every Literally. time. That's it's all, all it money. It, yeah, it's money. It's money. And um, so that's my one yeah. bad because I just think it's just. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like when it's an international tournament, I get on board, but. And friendlies. even qualifiers, I can understand. Qualifiers, I can even go to. I don't like them because generally care, they're right? shit. Generally pretty shit. Yeah. But you can kind of excuse it. So yeah, yeah friendly fuck off. Yeah, like, get get in the bin. And my in, one in good is on, I'm going on holiday next month, and I can't wait. My first yeah, time. Where are you off? Where are you going? Cro- we're off to Croatia. Honestly, so, for some reason, I thought you were going to go Korea, and I was like, that's a weird no. one. No, no. Croatia's that's, a good that's, that's We're going to uh, Korea for our honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's our first time abroad since COVID. Last time we went away was 2019. We I went away, yeah, because we, like, we went to New York in 2019, like November mm. 2019, and obviously lockdown was in March 2020. Yeah, haven't been yeah. abroad since, so cannot well, wait. Good, mate. Yeah, so I bet you can't buzzing. be buzzing, I'm buzzing for you. Um, because, I mean, I've technically been abroad. I mean, does mean going to England? Does that count? It doesn't really feel like it. If no, honest. it means nah. it's going home, right? Yeah, it's going home. It's not the same. I'm looking forward to coming home though in a few weeks. That's for sure. Yeah, Calvin will be over for the Man United game. Are you going to be? Yeah, anyone, me- are you going to be anyone anyone meeting, going? meet and greet for the fans? Meet and greet. I'll do. I'll sign. I'll sign shirts if you need. But one thing is guaranteed: take your raincoat and an umbrella because it was going to piss rain. That, that oh, guaranteed. guaranteed 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 so moving on to on this day um mm. on this day april 6th 2002 we beat tottenham lovely 2-1 can't beat it can't beat it but can Could you name the 11 um just look at the formation mm. it was it's listed as a 4-3-3 okay so i'm guessing one of the the attackers dropped into midfield um, okay. So, yeah. 2002, right? Yeah, double winning season. Double winning season. Um, trying to think back to this one. Obviously, beating Spurs is always a winner, isn't it? What a lovely you, thing to bring up. Yeah. Give you a clue. We scored a late penalty. Oh, so yeah, that's an easy one because that was when we all got introduced to uh, Lauren's fantastic penalty technique of just casually rolling it down the middle. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct. What a legend. Okay, so in goal, David Seaman. Correct. 
Lovely stuff. Centre-back pairing, Tony Adams, Sol Campbell. Spot on. Lovely, that, isn't it? That is it. Was that his first season, is that? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Class. Uh, obviously, Laurent. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he came on, came on as he a was, just to take he was, that he, he was in the squad. <laughs> he didn't play, yeah. Uh, yeah left Lauren. back, Ashley Cole. It wasn't Ashley Cole. Interesting. Van Bronckhorst? Nope. Fuck. All right, now I'm already, I'm out of left backs. He is from the uh, Ukraine. Oh. Yeah. Playing a left back? Well, he might not have been left back, but he was definitely full back. Interesting. All right. But yeah, I like Luzhny. I mean, yeah. the horses he was known. Don't really know why. He did um, play left back. I thought he was a right back. Yeah. Was he a left back? I mean, look. I reckon he played left back in this game. I mean, it wouldn't be like me to be wrong, to be honest with you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right midfield. midfield. Yeah, let's go. So Patrick Vieira. Yep. Edu. Yep. Perez. Perez was out. Remember, he he, he got oh, injured yeah. against Newcastle. He missed the oh, running. Yeah. Oh, we thought that game was on Newcastle where he got injured. So I should. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. I I am regularly wrong. Shit, you regularly. Yeah, wrong. shit. Regularly. Is that, is, shit. That, is that what you say to the wife? I am regularly yeah. wrong. Yeah, because if you just admit your failings. Bit, you're getting married, mate. Bit of knowledge for you. Bit of a tip. Just admit you're wrong, even when you're not. Easy life. Easy. That's all we want. Easy like life. It. Okay. Um, Freddie, did I say Freddie Umber, were they? No, but he was in the team. Okay. So you've got and Eddie Umber. Oh, you said a 4 3 3 here. Yeah. So, but it wouldn't have been. I imagine it would have been a 4 4 2 with one of the, the okay. dropping onto the down the wing. Mm hmm. Burkamp Henry. Yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, I've got a vivid memory of Sylvain Wiltor playing in this game. Yeah, correct. Love that. Good that's, work. That's, yeah, that's not bad at all, is it? And that's then not bad at all. on the bench, we had Richard Roy, Lee Dixon, Kian, Ray Parler, and Canu. And yeah, we won the game 2 1. Uh, Frey Lundberg scored on the 25th minute. Teddy Schoengham mm. equalised in the 81st with a penalty. And then yeah, mm. Lauren on the 86th, right? That would have been a nice little ending, wouldn't it? To be involved in, you know, you know, there's nothing worse than seeing Spurs of all clubs get a, you know, a late-ish equaliser, but to go in five minutes later, just knocking a penalty. Love that. Oh, limbs. I bet it was absolute, absolute limbs, mate. Absolute limbs. limbs. Limbs at Highbury. Crikey, limbs. those were the days. Those were the days, weren't they? Too young, for, unfortunately too young. But uh, speaking of limbs... Brighton on Saturday. I doubt I can't do with limbs. I was going to say, it's going to be no limbs at Brighton on Saturday. Only only if Brighton beat us in the away end, there'll be limbs. Oh, don't say it. This week, there'll be no pretty much point because, well, you're lucky you're getting one because of sick boy. Yeah, because of me. Sorry, guys. So next week, we will be back post-match. Brighton and a pre-match Southampton. Mm-hmm. Um, Good memory. Yeah. Well, I'm going, so go. Yeah, you I'm should all, know. Yeah. <laughs> well, even if I was going, I wouldn't know. I'd be like, yeah. Who are we playing the weekend? But thoughts, kind of a little preview on Brighton. A little Any preview. Thoughts? I mean, look, 
I just think it's going to be, a, as we kind of touched on earlier, it's just going to be very, very interesting to see what Arteta does with our lineup for this game. Um, I mean, hopefully by then we'll uh, have a much clearer indication as to how long Thomas Partey is going to be out. I believe it's a couple of weeks is what I'm hearing so far. Um, I hope it's not that long. And I hope, I mean, let's be honest, I hope it's either that or shorter and not no longer. Um, but yeah, I feel oh, going into it with our regular starting 11, I would have felt very confident because they look like a team that have been on the beach for the last couple of months, to be perfectly honest with you. Bit of a boring side. Um, but it's every game is just so important for us. So, so important. Um, we've been saying it since, you know, God knows when every game's a cup final. Um, but they, they're now getting even more important, especially after the slip up there the other day. So I, I still think we'll win again by the old goal. I can't see us running away with it. But um, yeah, it's going to be really intriguing to see what we do, what sort of formation he goes with, who he puts where, how he tries to... to to plug these gaps that have suddenly started to appear. But what about you? How are you kind of feeling about it? You, you're obviously heading down, you said, yeah? Yeah. I think it's one of those games where if if it's away from home, you've, you know, you, you, there's a lot that you're going to be really worried. But being at home, I think it eases the pressure a little bit, feel a little more, mm. a little bit more in control, home crowd. I think, you know, it's, I think the fans need, they need to play a part on Saturday and really get around the team. It's just really important to bounce back, right? Um, and you know, several times a season, you know, on the back of defeats, you know, we've been pretty solid. Um, but yeah, it's going to be tough, right? And party is a big miss. Kieran is a big miss. It's funny how it's always those two, you know, I remember having this conversation like sort of last season about these guys and, but yeah, it's, 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 it's one of those, isn't it? Um, we, we know it's it, the 11 apart from those guys is going to be pretty much the same as, as usual. So yeah. it, it'll just be interesting to see what, what Arteta does in terms yeah. of kind of moving people around. Um, it's must win though, isn't it? Um, it massively. Is, because yeah. we're three o'clock Saturday and then obviously Spurs are up at Villa away. So, you know, at half five on Saturday evening. So again, if we could win that and they can drop some points, that would be lovely. Yeah. And get some injuries. And get some yeah. injuries. Harry That'd Kane, if Harry Kane can just, I mean, I don't, you know, I, I don't wish injury on anyone, but if he just can get like, I don't know, just I'll tell you what, when he's running, if he can just like twist, like twist oh. his ankle. Just, no, I wouldn't know. even say that. Just, a, just, a, just let your hamstring go for a little pill. A little shin, like a little, yeah. Maybe if he trips over muscle. a little bit, a little bit of grass. Yeah, that'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Just a little you know, divot. Yeah. Put him out for a month. Um, Rest of the season job. Yeah. So when we go there, you know, we haven't got to play against him. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's um, trying, yeah, just trying not to think about it, mate. <laughs> I know it's hard not to, though, because obviously yesterday as well, like I've got to that stage and fucking, which is really sad, where I was like, oh, I'm doing some predictions. And I was even messing you on. I've been like, oh, the only way I can see us getting top four is by literally beating Spurs at White Hart Lane. I do think that is still very much the case, looking at it even today. Um, that game is going to be massive. I fucking hate how close it is to the end of the season. Um, but yeah, it's tricky. It's just going to be a nervy, a nervy, nervy running, isn't it? To say the least. Yeah, it is, and I think it's it has it's more nervous because like we we've been in such good form, and it and mm. it's the hope that kills you. As always, um, 
Yeah, and it, you sort of feel like, you know, is it ours to lose? I don't think it was ever ours to lose, but I think it feels like it would be a massive missed opportunity mm-hmm. if we if we weren't to finish top four. Um, and also, we'll see. Think... Long, long way to go. There's a lot of games to go, mate. And there even is. like two, three games time, it'll be completely different now. Mm-hmm. So, No, absolutely. I just hope come the end of the season, when we're at Everton, that there's this all to play for even on the final day. That'd be nice. You know, it'd be it'd be terrible if it was a bit of an anticlimax um, after the run that we had, uh, to say the least. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, if if I'm being completely honest, I'd rather have like third place or fourth place secured on that last day, and we can just have a nice day against Everton. That would also be great. That the results out the way. You know, don't get me wrong; it would be nice to get you know a, a, a nervy game is always nice. For the mo- those moments, right? But for the for once the rest, you get of the, the game, result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> don't want once that. you get the result. No, me neither. I don't think I can live with it. Uh, we'll age ten years. Yeah, in ninety literally. minutes, to say the least. No. But I guess, look, should we should we wrap it up there? Then I think we've probably covered enough, haven't we? Considering I could go for another six hours. I've not that's got not, a lot on today. That's not the first time you've said that, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but look, as always, we just like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Uh, and we hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please do leave us a little five-star review on Apple and Spotify. You know, we'd really greatly appreciate that. Um, if you'd like to follow either of us on social media platforms, feel free to do so. Steve, he can be found on both Twitter and Instagram at in the clock end. Myself, you'll find me on Twitter at underscore the ass underscore and Instagram at the Arsenal shirt. Please keep an eye on our social feeds for the next podcast, which will be post Brighton. But until then, look after yourselves, look after each other. Take care. Goodbye. Goodbye.